Welcome back to ASMR version of Lois and Clark and uh, I'm currently eating a bomb and it tastes very good in my mouth and uh, it might, I'm going to close it so it's because it's about to explode here. Don't joke, there's going to be another bomb eating this season. Fuck yeah. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, big question of the day. What would our animal couple name be? Well, first of all, uh, they'd have to be mammals that mate for life because obviously you and me, baby. Um, <laughs> so I would go with Lois and Clark is our jam. We're talking about Terry D and Superman. We'll cover it all. At least we'll do what we can. And now it's time for the show. I'll take otter. Isn't there an otter in the episode? Oh, yeah, there is. So maybe something <laughs> else. What, where would you go? Where, where does your mind take you? Oh, shit. Uh, um, I don't know what mates for life, but I feel like some sort of ugly monkey. Mm. Like an orangutan. Like those are so close to humans already. Ah, shit. It like right. almost defeats the purpose. Okay, what about penguins? The... And we can always be in Texas. I'm in. And the aren't the aren't the dads like a little more caring for their young than normal? Like don't they? Oh yeah, hold, we would pitch in. Eggs? We would be pitching. Well, obviously we've made it for life, so we've kind of given up that. But when we get a surrogate penguin, oh, we we'll would steal, pitch well, in. We're stealing someone's eggs. Oh, okay, I let's do that. But I'm glad we have our penguin plan. Welcome back to Lois and Clark, the new podcast of Superman. I'm Matt Truex. I'm Ryan Albertson. And welcome to like like season three, breaking late, but here we go. Season Just say three, Noah. Episode five. Just yes. say Noah. Um, I'm not gonna bury the lead here. This is the type of wacky bullshit that I really enjoy in season three. Ryan, how did you feel? This is the kind of wacky bullshit that I don't enjoy in season <laughs> three. <laughs> <laughs> no, I tried. I trudged through this one. I struggled with it for some reason. You sent me that text. I'm like, oh no, here we go. This has been, <laughs> been a minute. What was it that hurt you in this? So, like, can you can you verbalize it yet, or should we jump in? Um, so, so Meg comes in the room while I'm watching, and it's this particular scene where Clark is sleeping in the air. Uh huh. And as you do. She, and she just says, oh, my God, this is just so dorky. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. that's what I, I kind of grind against is like the sense of humor is can be. It's not always like this. And, and I've liked the past two episodes. But, yeah, it just feels so dorky. It feels so high school, like the relationship problems, mm. especially in this one. Oh, no. Like I, th- I feel like we've already hashed all the all this shit out. And then they just keep doing it, you know? I get you. <laughs> oh, boy. We're going to have a fun one today. Hey, man, if we have stuff to talk about, awesome. We're, yeah, we're going to jump in here. Um, written by Brad Buckner and Eugenie Ross Lemming, who are EPs and basically showrunners right now for the show. So cool. this is this is our dream team here. Directed by David Jackson, who has done a bunch of, you know, Episodes of stuff did a bunch of the old Swamp Thing show, oh, which I've cool. I've never really seen past the pilot, but I know that was a big deal before even the new CW Swamp Thing thing. 
Um, and also directed before this episode, Target Jimmy Olsen, the one where like Jimmy was getting a vaccine to make him crazy and stuff. I think I remember that one. I suddenly is poignant. Yeah. Kind of enjoyed that. I don't remember. I love the title. Yeah, I can't remember what we thought. I remember writing a lot of notes about Superman's suit, so I'm guessing I was I was <laughs> distracted bored. and bored. Yeah. <laughs> um, first aired October twenty second, nineteen ninety seven. So this this was the Halloween episode that year. So good for them. All right. Let's let's jump in. We're, we're on the streets of Metropolis. Lois and Clark are coming out of a movie theater, but they're coming out of it separate because where we left last episode. She's they've acknowledged their feelings and he's ready to put his bullshit aside. But she was upset with him for trying to live her life and kind of needs a break from him, which is where I'm immediately into the relationship stuff of this episode. I, I like the continuity. I like Lois taking a moment, you know, a couple days for herself to be like, no, back up. Like, this doesn't go by your schedule. That that's fair. Yeah. I'm I'm not <laughs> against I'm not against that. It's just the the conversation about it. They're like siblings bickering, you know? It's not like two mature adults sure. dealing with their <clears throat> shit. It's like two children just like, Well, why didn't you do this? Like they're totally just bickering like like kids. That <laughs> I totally see. Especially so when immediately you've got I'm just like, Oh, I don't care about this. Yeah. Especially when they've got like right away like they're coming out and they went separately. Joe, um, Jimmy and Clark went to see this, like, passionate lovers movie, I guess, mm-hmm. which kind of threw me. Um, it, well, here's the thing, too. It almost hints at the fact that maybe Clark followed her to the movie because Jimmy's not there. Very possible. Jim- Jimmy's not there. And it seems like he's. Oh, pulling- you're calling it that Jimmy. It's bullshit that Jimmy's even inside. Yeah, I don't I don't think Jimmy's there. And, <laughs> oh, and I Clark's like, this like oh, yeah, I walked out, too. No, you're full of shit. Like, like, no. You've been no, super you watching her, her there, you're a fucking creep. Wow. Okay, well, now if we're doing it that way, then yeah. I'm which I'm more on board with you. Which if that's the case, frustrating one cuz they never really tell the audience yes or no that that's the case. Two, if it's I, not the case, they never tell the audience yes or no if that's not the case. <laughs> so it's like this super convoluted setup for this like annoying conversation between Lois and Clark. So that's how I'm, I'm coming in. Okay, you know? I'm inclined to believe Clark Kent here, but I do enjoy this alt-world reading of it. So okay. I'm fine That's to go forward can. with... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm fine to go forward with your head can for the sake of argument. Um, but right away here, they're, like, bickering, but still he walks Lois home. Like, like the the inevitability of them is is so obvious. So maybe... Is that maybe something that you're rubbing up against? Because... Because I mean, we know yeah, that might they be love that, each other. You know, I'm kind of like, all right, they're not treading any new ground here, right? In the emotional fight, so so yeah, that that could be maybe why I'm like, eh, I don't care the inevitability, which like I get how people could maybe connect to that more. Yeah, I don't know so much that I connect to it. It's more just the like, I don't know. I I, I enjoy them working through some stuff, and I do also grant that. It's still Lois and Clark, right? So, like, the, it is kind of surface level, or, or like very surface level here, uh, as of for instance. Yeah, but I appreciate the attempt, at least in a show that's about to give us a modern Noah's Ark. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so they're on the outs, but meanwhile they they get in front of Lois's apartment, 
and they meet the si- Sitkowitzes, Sipowitzes, Sipa- Arnold and Michelle. Arnold and Michelle, fantastic. Um, who are very much in love and have been together for 10 years and just can't get enough of each other, blah, blah, blah. Quick aside on this guy. This is the guy playing Arnold. Mm-hmm. Is Rob LaBelle, who has done a bunch of shit, but Superman fans may know him as Dr. Walden on Smallville, who at the end of season two gets superpowers and like goes up against Tom Welling. And it's the funniest thing in the world to see like this dweeby guy with like white out, you know, like cataracts, eye contacts in and doing like Superman blasts from his hands and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, it's just the, it's the cool. funniest fight in the world. And Clark winds up accidentally blowing him up and charring him to death, basically. Oopsie doopsie. Which, you know, big old whoopsie daisy for young Clark Kent on that. But I just had to call out the fact that that Dr. Walton's hanging out here. Um, Yeah, look at him go. Good for him. Yeah, exactly. Um, But right away, we get get into this biblical shit in this episode, which... which Yeah, with a burning burning bush. A burning bush that the Sipowitz see. After Clark and leaves and Lois goes inside... Yes. This couple, Arnold and Michelle, are witness to just a sudden burning bush next to them that's talking and, to them. And do we get God voice here, too? Yeah, it is It is talking to them, you said. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then the taxi cab pulls up and, like, pulls them in, spirits them away, and that's the end but, of the okay, okay, here's here's more shenanigans that irritates me in Go this for episode. it. Go for it. <laughs> so they they get... The, the bush is burning, and then... Correct. They're told you've been chosen. Okay, fine. But then, like, a um, the taxi pulls up and guys in gas ma- gas masks get out and like pull yeah. them into the car. And later in the episode, okay, we find out that like they're gassing people inside the taxis. Cool. But like they don't show that, and there's just a burning <laughs> bush there, and so it's this really confusing <laughs> moment of like, are they wearing? The gas masks for the smoke from the burning bush, which doesn't actually seem to be affecting the other characters, um, which which is not the case. It's just became confusing and, and was an, a, a set note that should have happened that didn't happen because it's like that. Yeah, that's a fair point because I, a, I didn't I don't think I caught the gas mask thing, but it's like, well, what what are you using here? Let's get into Smiley right away. Like, what is yeah. what is the what is his plan here? for luring these people, the Arnold and Michelle specifically into this taxi, because like, you'd think you just need one thing, right? Like when he gets Perry, he just gasses him. Yeah. In the taxi. But here it's like, you're already throwing them off the scent with the burning bush thing. Yeah. What's the point of the burning bush? Right. And then scary men. (laughs) Why didn't you do that to Perry later? If that's your whole shtick. There are bushes at the base of the globe at the Daily Planet. Like there were options for this. Here's here's what I think. I don't think this was fully thought through in the writer's room. I don't know what you're talking about. I do have this is like this is the type of episode, dude, which is why I've forced you along this journey this whole time where I'm just like. Where, like, what series of discussions in the writer's room takes you from from A to B here? It's like, gets you this episode. Yeah. Like, yeah. if I come into the writer's room, Ryan, and I'm like, all right, today, guys, we got to do, uh, we got to bring Lois and Clark back together, but put them through their paces one more time before we get them back into the dating scene. Anybody got ideas for a plot? 
Well, we we we, we might want to like force them into some kind of couple situation. So, like, uh, anyone have any ideas? God, couple situation. This reminds me of this terrible retreat I took with my wife. But we were out in the woods, so that was nice. We like filming in the woods. Wait a second. And then this, then the guy who's, who would probably be me in the writer's room is like, yeah, I've just been, like, digging into the Gnostic gospel and shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's the Gnostic gospel, dude? Why do you always talk like this? Dude, bro, the Gnostic gospel is crazy. It's like 12 books of the Bible that they found in the desert, and, and nobody nobody knows if they're real or, 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 or they're not real, and they say crazy shit. There's giants. It's bonkers. Also, there's a passage on Noah. There's barely anything about it. We could use that. Noah's the only thing I know that you just said, so why don't we do that? <laughs> okay, you got it. Oh, my God, we figured it out. If we're Podcast doing Noah, there better be a burning bush, <laughs> let me tell you. All right. That so happens this, in Noah. That's the start of Noah? Is that like a sign that... Yeah, he I goes that, up, he goes up a mountain, a while. So talks to a burning bush, and that's when he gets the, uh, I think, that's when he gets the, the tablets with the Ten Commandments on it. Wait, Noah gets the tablets with the Ten Commandments? No, that's no. Moses. No, that's Moses. And Moses wow, is I the knew one, a Bible and Moses thing. is the one that sees the burning bush, not Noah. So why the fuck is there a burning bush in this episode? Hmm. That's All right, funny. maybe we should have... There are people screaming at us right now. We're sorry. Oh, yeah, we're, we're not. We're heathen idiots. Religious we don't scholars know. at all. Yeah. Anyway, well, I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. But, like, this, truly, this is the type of thing where I'm just, like, there's a special type of... St- I'm not, not going to say stupid, and it's certainly not brilliant, but there's a special type of unique creativity here that I enjoy in this plotting. And and that and that I see and, and like look, we have a, a supervillain who's going to going to make a storm through the whole world and flood the the earth again. Yes. Like okay, that's a cool idea to me. I think where I start to struggle with this show is mm-hmm. when just these little things are not consistent. You know what I yes. mean? Like yes. like this little thing with a burning bush. Why is there a bu- burning bush? There's no Noah didn't see a fuck, you know? Like those little things like just hit my brain in a way that just like irritates me. And that just might be like my problem. Like whatever. So Also, like by the fucking way, you're doing this right outside of Metropolis. Do you not have a Superman plan? Yeah, which it didn't seem like he did at all. What what are you going to do, dude? Because he's going to notice the big beam in the sky. Yeah. Also, oh, dude. Okay. <laughs> also, oh, all, no. All his, oh, no. Am I going to like this episode? Yeah, all of his counselors are like, oh, Superman, dude, bro, you got to come here. You like, got to come be hang like, out. Oh, fuck, Superman's here. He might find out that we're going to fucking kill everybody. Yeah. Although, also, how much does he... Does Smiley tell them about everything? Because Smiley, like, that's the other part of this episode, too, where it's like, not only are we doing a, a Noah's Ark thing, like a modern Noah's Ark thing out of nowhere. Well, it's modern because everyone's cryo-frozen, but also yeah, not yeah. because we have a giant ark, you know, like a yeah, big wooden yeah, ship. Which is, once again, like, <laughs> It's not like we stole a cruise liner or anything. We're doing a wooden in the logic ship. of the episode. Inconsistency in the episode's logic. But also, <laughs> on top of that, we've got this, like, Kind of like somewhat real world based, based uh, cult leader thing going on. Yes, which that stuff I I, I was enjoying. Like I, I do wish too. They, like I wish they really chewed that up. Yeah, like I like Smiley. We'll get to it later. But like I like Smiley going like you know he's got the red phone in the corner of just like oh I certainly hope God calls. 
oh, there he is. Like, there an he is. Of anything. And everyone's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, totally must really be God. Right. And via con deals to you, sir. You know, it's just Jesus. like. He's a great character. And the he's fun. fun. Yeah, he's super fun. Do you know who that is? Because I didn't until mm-hmm. I looked it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His name is Mac Davis. He's been in a bunch of acting things. But more importantly, this dude is a big old fucking songwriter. He oh, wrote nice. songs for Elvis, such as In the Ghetto. And a little less conversation, a little more action play. Where the heck, like, why aren't they Easter egging that shit in this? Considering he kidnaps Perry and there's no Elvis joke? Good point. Oh, my God. That's a missed opportunity. Wow. Plus, like, dude, like, he's collabed with with Saint on Earth Dolly Parton. He's got a street named after him in his hometown in Texas. Like, this dude was the shit. Unfortunately, he died... Just this last September, so oh, I bummer. hope I well, hope it's not peace. COVID related. He was he was older, you know. But yeah, I was bummer. just like, I had no idea Larry Smiley came with such a resume on him. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed, but he does have a vibe about him, so I buy yeah. it. Yeah, I like I totally enjoy him. Like, I I don't think you can name anything you had against this episode square or like land any of that squarely on him. I I think he's great. No, not this. at all, not at all. Like like I think I think really like. I figured out, and we've probably done this before, like, when I get mad at episodes, it's just because of this inconsistent in-world logic, you know? Yeah. Well, um, me too, but for some reason, the, the like, the comic-related stuff, I think, bothers me more. Yeah, which like, makes I, sense. I don't know that stuff. Yeah, like, I, because also, I know, I know, I know where we are. I know what show we're watching. Mm-hmm. Like, I know they're not trying too hard on the this thing. Though I am truly surprised they don't have some sort of Superman um, deterrent. Involved in the Noah plan here, but yeah, which you you would think they would, um, but I guess we should we should kind of jump back into what's Sorry. actually happening yes. into this episode. Um, anyway, so, um, so basically, you know, that couple that they met on Lois's stoop gets kidnapped, and um, <laughs> randomly the next morning, Star uh, tells yes. Lois that they're that they're missing, and basically just tells her everything that's happening, and, and it's an easy scene because we find it out very yeah, easy. She's They're the missing. busybody of the building, apparently, now. Yeah, yeah, exactly, since her psychic powers are becoming less and less relevant. Then we go to... later, but... Yeah, I'm sh- yeah well... <laughs> Until she's channeling duties or whatever the hell, yeah. Um, but then we go, and Clark uh, Clark's parents are home with him, and they brought yeah, him a yeah, bunch yeah. of food, and it's a cute little scene. But he's, you know, rehashing the issue with... Uh, them that he mentioned on the phone the other day is like yeah we're we're not getting along still right it's and an in person small to call bill yeah this is a, a, a cute moment um, the way I, the parents kind of handled the situation and uh, Mr Kent what is what is Mr Kent Jonathan. Jonathan 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 Kent it's been a minute you're okay I know I was I was watching <laughs> yeah. it and I was like fuck I don't remember I remember Kate you'll Callen never forget the name Martha though and Martha because of Batman <laughs> versus Superman but um. Yeah, but but he's basically saying, look, I guess the two of them are saying this. If we want you to be happy and Lois makes you happy. So if Lois is upset at you, then you're upset. So we want you to make Lois happy. So we're siding with Lois. Yeah, I I loved it. Yeah, the the whole you you just paraphrase it really well. But like Martha has that whole run of like, we want you to be happy. If you're not happy, then we're not happy. You see, you know, like that type of. Yeah. Yeah. So you uh, should you should man up and suck it up and deal with this. Yeah, and they're and they're basically like saying like, again, dude, like love and marriage is a partnership. Like if your partner's not into it or needs some space or whatever, you gotta react to that. 
Yeah, yeah. And you can't, you can't get mad about every little uh, hiccup in a relationship. Right. You have to you have to compromise. Um, I also love Martha's line here at the end. Of, I think or, I like, quoted it. I love this line. Clark is like, he's he's realizing the folly in his way, and he's just like, so what are you saying? I should crawl back on my hands and knees? And she's just like, no, honey, fly back. It's faster. So cute. It's so cute. That was that really made me smile. That 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 is the best moment of this episode for me. I uh, <laughs> I like I like a Terry moment later, but I I enjoy that very much. Nice. I also like. I'm bummed that they're only in this one scene. They've only had one scene since we started this doing season. this again. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I do like two here where they're in town and she's Martha's stocking Clark's fridge full of desserts. Like it's so. It's one of those Superman fantasy things about him, but I just love that he just he can eat anything he wants, so he does. It's just brownies and oh, and good. Hostess and cookies and donuts and whatever the hell all day long. Like it's just so cute that she's like, "All right, well, great. I'm just gonna make you a giant tray of brownies here, and there you go, Clark." Yeah, here's a giant tub of white. Oh, I wish that would be a nice life. <laughs> so cute, so cute. Then we move, we go we go to the planet after this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so here uh, Lois is informing us that, like, a bunch of couples have been going missing recently, which is kind of random and ultimately irrelevant, but relevant. Um, And then a commercial just happens to pop on the TV that happens to be in Perry's office, I guess. Yes. Um, And it's a a commercial for this love, love program for this guy, Smiley, we've been talking about this whole time. Larry Smiley has this, like, couples retreat program. To uh, you know, help couples stay together. And love guess who's and done commitment. It? Perry's done it. Perry's done it. Wait, wait. I loved. It's fun to see that new kind of angle on Perry for me. Like I, I loved how um, how on board he was with this because there's there's stuff like apparently there's there's roughness in his relationship with Alice with his wife. Yeah, which yeah. he should which he should probably clock. Um, but this is like the type of thing that like you'd expect Perry to not be into, a because it's like emotions and love and whatever. But also yeah, like yeah, yeah. he's not he's not really going in. He's he's a newsman, right? He's sniffing through well, stories, well, but he's into it here. Yeah, and most most people, cause it's like it's it's couples therapy. And look, most people right. are going to scoff at that, especially in the nineties. So especially like, in the 90s, especially the, an older man from the south in the nineties. You know like, exactly. So the fact just that to he's generalize. willing to yeah sort that out like you, we know he loves the shit out of Alice and that's like yes. adorable so I like that yes. they're playing with that very cute um, I also love that like Clark comes in here and Perry smells the weirdness on them and kind of like lays down the law of like whatever's going on between you it's not going to affect your work right yeah like oh no out. chief we're we're completely we're completely fine they get interrupted because uh, Clark hears a car crash outside. And he's like, yeah, yes. no, we're good. Like, we, we take care of each other and, like, we make us excuses fine. for each other. He eyeballs Lois, who's like, oh, uh, God, because you got to go get the ice cream. Right, she- choco choco chip or ice cream or whatever. Yeah, they had a hard time with that one, but it worked out. <laughs> I do love, like, her, the the excuse is so shitty here. It's just like, you have to go do this now for no reason. Hurry before they're out. And I'm like, there's something about having two people in the scene that both like are committed to like the importance of this ice cream suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> that that just like, gets you away from it. All right. Yeah. Whatever. That gets you through it that I really enjoy. <laughs> yeah. And we, we go outside and Superman's dealing with this car crash. Now he's being a butthole though, which is so weird because he just had this conversation with his parents about how like, Hey, sometimes you need to suck it up. And now he's giving her shit for like not telling her him everything. 
And it's just like, yes, about, this is not about cons- the this neighbors, is right? Not consistent with the lesson <laughs> we're learning. You know, it's consistent with the couple's counseling issue, but not consistent with the information he's just got and kind of like he should be trying now because his parents just like he just got that lecture from his parents, right? So right, why is right. he trying? You could maybe understand why she's pulling away from you right now. You're saying, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. exactly. I, I do love here though that like Lois is Lois is mad at him for this, but like meanwhile. He's Superman, and he's saving nuns and their toys for the toy drive, and, yeah. and like you know, like so oh now, like, the, oh, now the orphans me. will have toys, and just like and, and, and Lois is arguing with him while he's dealing with this. <laughs> I just love like the nuns are coming up to Lois, and are just like Superman. He's just a national treasure, and she's like, it's just wonderful being angry with a national treasure. You know, like I, <laughs> I like the. There's something to this part of their relationship that I'll always enjoy where, like, no matter what's going on in their life, she has to acknowledge, like, yes, you're the best person in the world. Or, like, at least, yeah, we're having the most heated argument of our lives, but go deal with the fire. We'll talk about it. You know, like, of course you have to go do this. He's still Superman, ultimately. Yeah. Did you notice how the nuns are like, he's going to save the toys. And then he just has two bags of toys Yeah. with like two big stuffed animals. And I'm like, what? So that's like four toys you're donating? Come on, guys. Yeah, tough to do do better, nuns. And we know that the Metropolis orphanages are overrun by smart kids and and greedy kids at Christmas. So it's they need a lot of toys. They're going to need more toys than that. You're absolutely right. (laughs) Uh, But meanwhile, Lois and Clark go to meet uh, Mr. Hansen, who... Uh, he's in town because his brother and his sister-in-law vanished a month ago and they were having a rough marriage until they went to the Larry Smiley Institute and it restored their relationship. So it's like, it, there's really not much here to it. Except there's just a minor clue essentially, which is just that, okay, so the, the connection between these missing couples is not that they're happily in love. It's that right. maybe they went to this, this Larry's thing, this smiley um, thing, yeah. the smiley thing, which they don't know, and they're going to find out soon, but this new couple that's missing also went there. But they don't know that yet. And right. So the audience, but now, yeah. But we're about to learn it because this is our first scene in Larry's lair where the sit, the sitcoms are put into crazy, freezy tubes. Arthur by and Michelle from the stoop yes. earlier. Thank you. Let's do with that. Um, Arthur and Michelle are put into like crazy, weird kind of bubbly, freezy cryo tube things while someone watches ominously in the back in shadow. Yeah, yeah. Which, like, yeah, I guess they are frozen. We we realize later. Yeah, but yeah, it's not yeah. very well done. It's there's okay. no, like, We don't need no to talk shit on the here. special effects. I'll give yeah, them yeah, that. That's okay. All right. <laughs> look at us. Meanwhile, at the Daily Planet, Lois, this is very important, wearing her football dress again, which you probably don't remember because we talked about it years ago. The football stitches dress in, the sh- in the arms. It's a yes. cool dress. It is Orange cool. and white um, football dress that was seen in the season three premiere. Oh, okay. So, okay. like, it, it's honestly the first time... I watch the show pretty carefully, but usually for props, like in the earlier scene, Perry's got this board where he's planning out the front page. And I'm like, I want that, I want that, I want that. That is cool. Yeah. Um, but it was the first time where I noticed like, oh, she reused an outfit. Cool. You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but the important thing is they're looking up. Um, uh, they're looking up like what type of couples basically have gone missing they're super cross-referencing um how many of the missing people 
in Metropolis are missing couples and how many of them have gone to the Smiley Institute. And it's not like a huge number, but it's like four or five. It's it enough four. that yeah. four, yeah. excuse me. It's enough that they go to Perry's office and say that they're on to something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I love Perry's response here of like, great. All right. Then you're going to need to go undercover as a couple in love or married at the the Smiley Institute. Yes, yeah, since both, we covered earlier that uh, everything's right. professional and fine between you guys, even though you're totally being fucking weirdos. Yeah, surely not a personal reason you can't go, right? Uh, no. And they're both just like, no, we definitely can't do this for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> and Barry's we, we, like, okay, so pack your go pack your bags. Come on, yeah, get, I think get he's the fuck like, out. Let's like they, they protest <laughs> a little bit more, and he's just like, your sentiments are duly noted. Don't you think you ought to pack? You know, yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> it's, like, it's let's go. Come on, guys. <laughs> I love I love Perry. <laughs> it's so fun. Um, but now we're at the Smiley Institute. We're we're like truly. This doesn't look like a bad way to spend a work weekend. No, it's like cabins in the woods. Looks looks yeah. fun. You know, uh, very Adirondack. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, Clark uses his uh, X-ray vision to make sure he gets to. The cabin that the uh, that Arthur and Michelle stayed at before. Yes, there's um, the wacky music plays as he's X-raying all the because all the reason we came up with our couple name earlier is because all the people here are named animals because Larry wants one of everything. Which is our first hint that no yeah, shit's it's happening. Like, it's like a, a just a throwback to or the, two of everything. Noah's Ark, frankly, I think. Yeah. Um, um, but, but he, it also, go ahead. Maybe you can explain what 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 the point of this was. Oh, I remember now. Actually, yeah, they they the, need the, the ex- same room so that he can, because they're going to look for clues in the cabin where the where Michelle and Arnold. Thank you. Right. At least um, they, they assume they're going to find some stuff in there, which they do. They do. They're right too. Yeah. So after after this little montage here. It's such a weird line, but like Lois sits down at the desk in their cabin. It's just like, wow, this wood is so soft. <laughs> but also, so like we angle on this wood because she's like, well, you know, I, I know Kathy sent a note to her sister. That's something Star tells her early. Yeah. Like she must and have I can sat see here all and these done it. Pen marks in the wood. Yeah, so exactly. maybe we can see what she wrote. Can you use your eye gizmo and figure it out? Clark's and like, like, don't call it an eye gizmo. It's badass X-ray vision. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't even name it though, too, which is no, odd. <laughs> um, but like, I could have super seen this note there. Like, they angle on it, and of course, it's just there so that we can see what he's looking yeah, at. Yeah. But it's the most like it. Truly, it's like she carved it into the wood. This right, note right. To her sister. But what what was the note that they got from that that was actually relevant? It was something this about is like where meeting we at got the meditation tree, meeting Kathy at the. No, this is like meeting Kathy at like 1030 or whatever it was. Okay. And now they're like, okay. oh, shit, we got to know Kathy. who Kathy, Kathy is. Kathy is someone, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's also like there's still some – it reminded me a little bit of when they shared the honeymoon suite in yeah. season one together. Yeah. Where there's just like away from home shenanigans. Like she lost her um, suitcase or they left it at home or whatever the hell. So she has to go to this couples – like group couples therapy session basically with Larry in – in Clark's uh, flannels, which like Larry calls out of like, where's your femininity girl? And it's just like, already you suck. I hate you so much. Yeah. And he's making up like harmonicity and all these, these Larryisms he calls. Yeah. Them. Oh my yeah, God. Just ridiculous. It's so funny. Um, and they're already arguing when they arrive, just like already standing out like sore thumbs. <laughs> yep. 
And and what I think they're hawk, right? The male and female hawk. He was yeah, yeah. So, to so he calls her female hawk, and yeah, everyone's like no one female talks wombat to or whatever. He's quiet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, did you get okay? Did you see Tiger King? By the way. No, oh, yeah, dude. Yes. I was getting hardcore, yes. um, hardcore Tiger King vibes from this camp. Uh, not, not uh, the main dude's um, shelter. Wow. But Wait, the, that's uh, how long quarantine's been. We can't remember the Tiger King's name. We can't what the? His name. It's something ridiculous. Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. Ooh. Yeah, not not Joe Exotic's place. Not Carol Baskin's place. But the the more guru guy who was like clearly yeah, just like, grooming all these young women to be his wives and to take care them. of the animals. Yeah. Yes. Super sketchy. Reminds me of that a little bit. Um, I totally forgot about that man, but what a foul individual. And yeah, I, I, I get that here too, for sure. It's just that like Jim Jonesian. I, I don't even, I, I don't know if it's Keith Raniere or whatever, but it's just that like, Super duper happy um, cult leader guy until he's he's turning on you and doing like weird barbs at you for things that most people wouldn't even mention. You know, Mm -hmm. like it's just Mm -hmm. it's very in the real world. It's uncomfortable here. It's just like, oh, I see what you're doing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Do they. And at this point, I think in this scene. He kicks Lois out because she's being disruptive or something. Yeah, because of echoism or whatever Larryism that she's some bullshit. Just some yeah. What it doesn't truly bullshit. doesn't matter. Yeah. And um, but she notices uh, Kathy, Kathy on yes. her way out, and so she's like, "Oh, I'm so mad, I'm leaving." But then she's like, "I'm gonna go grill fucking Kathy right now." Right. And she's like, "Oh, um, my friends, this this Sipowitzes came," um, and she's trying to grill her on on them on Arnold and oh. Michelle. And Kathy is clearly uncomfortable. So yeah, she's like, "What? I don't, I don't know shit." So she's she's covering. Um, and then we cut immediately to um, Larry just <laughs> giving her shit. Like, I can't trust you now, can I? And she's like, "No, never, never. I would never. I don't know what you're talking about." And so, that's yeah, kinda, it almost feels like an initiation or something, or just like it's just. I don't know what the right cult world word for this is, but like he's trying to. Weed out any weak links in this. Yeah, and yeah, he's just trying to keep it covered up. And um, this is when we meet the red phone to God, which yes. only he can hear ring. And he goes and says, "Yeah, God says everything's uh, going good. Okay, <laughs> see, see you later." You know what? Part of it is too, and like that. This goes for the whole series, obviously. Like I remember as a fifth grader watching this episode and being like, "Oh, but that's not fair that he says that he knows what God says and he's just making it up." Oh, oh, like that, you know, like, <laughs> this show is the first time a lot of like very primitive versions of ideas would be presented to me. And this is totally one of them where it's just like, oh, you really can't trust what people say sometimes, huh? You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I see but that. yeah, he's funny. He's speaking to God and, and basically hangs up with God and just like, well, he said it. We're the righteous few. We're the, like, there's almost time for a new dawn. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, and he's referencing one of these frozen people in the tubes as Darlin, which we later find, like, spoilers, we find out it's his mother. It's which, his mom, not his Oh, it's so mother. weird. Yeah, it's so weird. And, like, when he, does, when he does group therapy, it's under a giant, like, oil painting of his mother, too. Like, he <laughs> oh, just, like, yeah. There's a lot of, that's so There's funny. a lot of levels of weird going on with Smiley yeah, here, yeah. but that's just, that's just one of them. I mean, that's good, consistent logic in the episode. How could they... 
put the effort into making sure there's a portrait of his mother in there and then fuck <laughs> up all this other shit. Anyway. Fuck up the Bush and the Superman <laughs> yeah. deterrent? Yeah, it's, I don't know. Who, who cares? We know the show we're watching, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, in the next scene, Chief gets a, gets a taxi and gets fucking smoked the fuck out. Hot box dog. He just gets yes. fucking baked in there, dude. <laughs> few things on this scene. It, um, oh. He's going out to the opera, he thinks, with Alice. Alice pulls up in the cab. I guess the cab has just been a pleasant ride for her so far because she doesn't seem distressed. Yeah, she's she's hella 420-friendly, Doc. Yeah, exactly. Um, I do love the ca- Like, Perry had been waiting with Jimmy. Jimmy puts him in the cab and heads out, and then the cab starts smoking. And as as the cab pulls away, Paris just against the glass going, Jimmy! Jimmy! <laughs> it's like you see it's the like, A's in it when he says it. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I just liked his performance there. Yeah, so that's him getting gassed. And that's probably why they had gas masks earlier in the show, because they're gassing yes. these people. But they didn't show it in that scene or they cut something or whatever. This so, is all sloppy. You're right. Because they do a close up on the cab driver and it's like, am I supposed to recognize this? I guess this was the cab driver earlier, but they didn't really give us a close up of him. You, you know, like, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. I guess like, that's what we're doing here. What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, and then we get into the scene. This is when Meg came in <laughs> uh, where, where Clark's trying to sleep on some chairs. That's not working. There's this huge, nice, luxurious bed that Lois is in. And he's just like, this isn't a bed. This isn't working. That's a big bed. And she's like, I don't know. You probably can't not fuck me if you lay in this bed because you're a man. And he's like, I think I can handle it. I enjoy some of the stuff in this scene. Yes, it is rather surface level. But, like, I like I like them being completely truthful with each other. He hops into the air. First of all, the physics of him flying here at first like you can see that dean is just jumping onto a green screened out bench at for you know like the way he's just kind of like sitting in the air yeah yeah that type of stuff does bother me but like i like him he's flying over to lois and flying above her or like above her into the side as if they are like cuddled up and doing pillow talk or whatever yeah, yeah. but he's like relationship like flying comes easy I, I know how to do that but relationships are new to me and she's like i'm not actually good at them either um, and Clark's whole point is like, well, then we should maybe try to help each other out. And they, they kind of agree to, you know, there, there's a bit of a truce here, but I just, I enjoy how honest they are with each other, which I will caveat. I understand you could read as there's no subtext to this show. Like there's no subtlety or whatever, but like as a kid watching this, this show and their relationship specifically did teach me like, just just communicate and be honest with the yeah, other partner. Yeah. Which and, that, and that is fair. Obviously is incredibly valid. Like you, you, if you want a successful relationship, that's what you should be going for. Yeah. And frankly, I've had that conversation before, you know, where it's like, hey, I'm, I'm no better at this than you. And, and right. that's an important conversation to have in a relationship sometimes is like we do our best, but like everyone makes mistakes. So that is a right. good conversation between them and that's You're bad not at this really and rehashing. I'm bad at this and yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll give you that um, I'll give you that that's this was not a scene that I hated because of the dialogue um I didn't really hate it I just like the the superman floaty stuff was a little cringy it's a little goofy yeah. I I totally get that um and I get again like it is so surface level and kind of obvious writing here but part of me is like yeah that's if you're being straightforward with, with your partner, that's kind of how people talk. Like, you're not, yeah. you're not doing flowery prose. You're yeah. just like, 
I want to be with you, but you hurt me and I don't know if I can trust you. And like, that's, that's what you'd say to somebody. And yeah. like, for me, that, that's, that what just you rings, should, that's what you should say. True. To <laughs> right. But like, she ends this with like, but you broke my heart and you have to just let me work through that and not expect me to just like jump back into lovey dovey land. And he gets it and he flies away. And like, I'm like, cool. This is a nice. Yeah. Version then oddly of enough. Yes. Later, well. <laughs> later when she comes around, she basically just snaps out of it for no fucking reason. Yes, uh, this is another reason <laughs> that this episode pissed me off. But this scene was good. Anyway, th- then it ends with him floating above her creepily because, you know, you pass out and, and slowly you wake he, he up was and you're like, flying, oh, yes. whoops, I'm going to f- my dick's going to fall right inside of you on accident. This did remind me of we're recording this right in the heat of some more Joss Whedon allegations. Yay. Yeah, but it does remind me of the joke that he's reused now in Avengers of, um, the Hulk, like, jumping onto Black Widow and, like, winding up with his face in her boobs. Yeah. And then he used it again with The Flash and Wonder Woman, and, like, famously Gal Gadot did not want to film it, so they filmed it with a stunt double, and you can tell because you can't see Wonder Woman's face the entire... Like, it's just, like, a creepiness thing, but I'm like, here... It's the same joke, but it's not, like... It's quick, and it's not... There's not a close-up of her tits or anything. It's not graphic, exactly. And you get the, like, she's like, get, get off me, get off me. And the cabin next door is like, I've been there, buddy. You know, like, there's, there's yeah. parts who of this that I... Who people, enjoy. by the way? That's I don't know, and I didn't know like, these cabins these were assholes? so close to each other. <laughs> I know, it didn't seem like that. But, like, I'm not surprised. That's fine. Anyway, um. this is, this is for me, the tame rom-com version of this, where I'm like, yeah, it's cute, whatever. Like, he he truly did not mean to do this. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I wasn't, whatever. like, creeped out by him. It, it you know, that was fine. Uh, but meanwhile, they get a rock through the window to meet at the meditation tree at midnight. So I guess yeah. Kathy's mad that. Yeah. Signed. Guess who? Yeah. Parent. So, yeah, they get this rock. And, and then the next scene we we cut to Larry's uh, underground lair, which is just, uh, you know, he's got his arc down there. We don't see that yet. But all, all these pods and um, Barry gets uh, put into one <laughs> and we almost see Alice. But yes, not quite. almost kind of. <laughs> But that, uh, that's basically is, it. Like he, they go back and forth, and Perry's surprised, and then he finds out that he's getting frozen. Yeah, he kind of does the the villain monologue thing here, though, where he's like, "I need two of every kind. I'm gonna flood the earth, and I'm gonna use it, or I'm do it with the Aqua Plus One Thousand Storm Maker." You know, yeah, and that's yeah. like his he, whole. He goes through the whole plan here and lays it all out. Yeah, the only it, thing you're right, we don't see the arc yet. Yeah, but he does it. He explains, like, I am bringing doctors, and you're a smart guy, and yada, yada. Right, so, and I need so the press, like, I guess. Yeah. Um, I also liked, just a quick nerd thing, this scene was shot, like, almost exclusively in Dutch angles, which <sighs> is how they used to do the villains in the Batman show, because oh, they were, okay. yeah. because, you know, this is the old Batman show. They were, quote, unquote, crooked, so mm-hmm. they always shot yeah. them Dutch. Yeah. And I just noticed it in the scene, like, there's a lot of weird, low... Dutch angles where I'm like, <laughs> nice guy. That's fun. I enjoy it. So anyway, yeah. Then then this Superman scene happens. I love cute. this. They're back at the cabin in the morning, and Lois is waking up. He's not there, but Superman comes in with her luggage, and I'm like, this is all right, Clark. You know, like good good man. Yeah, I, I yeah. love this type of use of superpowers. Where it's it's just now this type of scene is something that I'd expect right after the scene with his parents. Like he does something for her. Does out of something his way for her. Yeah, okay, yeah. Like we see him changing, but you know, it took a few That's scenes a for him to get there. That's a fair point, yeah. dude. Um, 
but anyway, the, the, he's really just Superman here so that um, some of the uh, Institute workers come in, see him, and like kind of guilt him into coming and sitting in on the session. Yeah, despite do, the fact that he might discover their whole fucking secret. <laughs> right, yeah, this doesn't, you're absolutely right that this doesn't make sense. Unless maybe they're not as in the know. I don't know how many faces were at that meeting. I I felt like everyone who was a camp counselor type nerd was yeah, in there, but I, like I mean, he, I wasn't yeah. looking at their faces either, but I think yeah. they're all there. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I think that's the implication. I do like here Lois trying to cover of just like, oh, Superman was just leaving. Uh, Clark, honey, come out of the shower. Superman's just leaving. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that was I silly. enjoy this shit. Cut, cut to Superman and no Clark at this next couples I know. meeting, uh, 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 giving uh, couples counseling. Uh, yes. Super funny. Well, yeah, and basically they start working, Superman and Lois start working out their problems together. Through, through this Through moment. this yeah. meeting, which is yeah. cute. Like, just because someone loves you doesn't mean you're in charge of their life, says Lois. And... Uh, Superman's like, true, but like love does mean you probably wouldn't try to hurt the other person on purpose, so cut them a yeah. break. And Sometimes uh, you make mistakes, and, and they say sorry, and then you forgive them. <laughs> yes, and Larry's line of, son, you pack a lot of horse sense into those tight britches. <laughs> Just excellent. I enjoyed very much. Yeah, he, I think. He, that character's well-written. He's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, but they, they basically, again, like it's kind of a slow burn in all of these scenes where they're being more comfortable with each other and making yeah, up yeah. slowly. But this is where like Superman speeds out and Clark comes in immediately after. And it's just like, got that poison Oak under control. Oh, thank God. Oh. <laughs> so silly. Um, I enjoyed very much. So after this, they're outside and uh, they get distracted when, Oh, they, they go, they're going to this. Uh, yeah. We're at the meditation by... tree at midnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a tree falls out, uh, a tree, a shoe falls out of the tree, and it turns out to be Kathy. She's dead. Whoops. Oops. Yeah, doopsie. Clark flies up and, and figures it out. And then Lois finds an old page of something in Kathy's shoe, which I'm like, look, y- you and I are, are hopefully going to be paid writers one day. We've dabbled in clue trail stuff, but this just felt like a. Oh, really had no other way to get them in this room, huh? You know? Like, yeah, like, it didn't make sense. They they kind of screwed the pooch with Kathy in general. Like, I'm thinking about this and, like, the order in which these scenes happen. Like, the way he's like, Kathy, you want to betray me now? And she's like, no, 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 sir. And then immediately in the next scene, it's like, why not she's set dead. up yeah. the suspicion and see her? Anyway, whatever. Um, yeah, and then he reads or that. Or see somebody catch her. Going to meet them or doing the rock thing or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Catch exactly. her transgress so that we understand why she's dead. Yeah. 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 Um, but eventually they find this like secret room with like a bunch of weird old books in it and other artifacts and shit. And he finds that this book, this page was torn out of the Gnostic gospel um, or at least this edition of it. The Dead Sea, the Dead Sea Scrolls, which are right. essentially the we'll, same thing. We'll learn about in a bit because they can't read the language yet. No, but you know no, who might be able to star. Yes, star might yeah. be able to. Um, and so they bring it to star and she starts doing some shit with it. Um, before we get out of this scene, though, you slammed over my favorite Lois. Oh, sorry. Part of this whole thing. Like this is them doing Snoopy stuff before they find that book. And um, they're, they're, again, they're just kind of like they, they find a pile of names of like accepted and rejected. Right. And they see that they're rejected because they're quote unquote uh, compatible or whatever, mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. according to Smiley. 
um, or that they don't trust each other. And this triggers Lois into a, of course I trust you. I respect you more than any person alive. And like Terry goes into this whole big rant of, of this is why you're doing something wrong, but of course, you know, I love you. Um, and it ends with like, because I'm completely in love with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is my favorite rom-com moment of the episode. Like, yeah, it was a good moment. And, and I, hearing I really, that nice. really enjoyed it. Yeah. And this is them making up. And like stupid Clark is like, does this mean we made like, can I kiss you now? Basically. Yeah. I fucking and they have, that moment. they have kissy moments yeah. and stuff. And that's when they find the book and whatever. But I'm just like that, that I loved. I love, I love a rambly Lois. I liked Terry's performance and I loved her just ending with, cause I'm completely in love with you. Like you're, it reminded me of Gilmore Girls a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was good. She nailed that. That was I'm a good moment. love with you, idiot. That was a good yeah. moment. Just made me happy. But, yes. Then we do clue stuff, and we're off to see... Well, Clark is off to see Star real quick. Yeah, this was confusing. I, I didn't understand that just Clark went to see Star. And then, meanwhile, Lois is still at the camp for some reason? Yeah, doing. I guess with, doing more... With Jimmy all of a sudden? Where Jimmy shows Jim, up. Where the fuck did Jimmy like, come from? Where the hell is, like, Perry's missing, and I guess I need your help for it? Like, I, I don't know, and you couldn't take a call, but still, I don't know why we ran so all the I'm way here, out here. But, yeah, yeah. so they're, they're going down into the underground place, which who knows how they figured out that yeah, was there. Yeah, and then they see all of Smiley's guys jumping into, like, Hummers and RVs and stuff, and they're like, oh, okay, you know... The plan is, you know, evil's afoot or whatever. They're doing so it. they jump into the back of one of the RVs and it takes them down to the secret lair where we get the matte painting of the Ark. Yeah, yeah. Fun. Yeah, that was silly. It's, but I it's, like like, it. it's a classic wooden Ark, exactly like you'd kind of imagine Noah's to right. be. Right, um, From From, like, the storybooks with the giraffes and the heads. Yeah, yeah. Out, you know, yeah. And they're like, what the F? They're hearing the plan, too, because Smiley takes a call from God again. And this is the, like, Viacal's deals to you, sir. And lays out the, like, all right, we're going to get 40 days and 40 nights of rain. And they're now, you know, in the know. Meanwhile, Star is channeling the citizen Landicus, which I looked up because it felt like a real thing. But it's, it's 100% not. It's not? Okay. That I could find. No. Uh, but he's a philosopher and prophet who reads the scroll and basically tells Clark that it's the story of Noah's Ark. And that's apparently all Clark needed to know that there's, there's like, some oh, evil afoot. I better get over there. Yeah. So yeah. He, he flies back. Yeah. Uh, um, Perry and, or excuse me, Jimmy and Lois find Perry. Um, and frozen. They're, yeah, they're trying, frozen. And they immediately get found and do a real lame, like, try to get out of here moment but obviously it doesn't work and they uh smiley's team wants to freeze them but he's got another idea for them you know mm-hmm. and he ties them up on the top of the rainmaker or Stormmaker 3000's antenna there to kill them i guess uh, yeah to let them get shocked by the lightning jesus or drown because that's what i think it's too high to drown well i don't know what he's i don't know what he's i don't know how in. much water he's pulling in here you know <laughs> But this is where we get, like, I like this because it feels like a big, fun, grand death trap for this show. Yeah, yeah. But it does get the, like, I've always had a crush on you, blah, blah, blah. In fact, I had this dream. And we cut away and we cut back to it. The line is like, and then you took my hand and said, Jimmy, I will make a man of you. And like, I'm just, poor Jimmy. And Lois is just like, okay, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. When, <laughs> when Superman, Superman flies up. 
that's why I think he, he, they were supposed to get shocked. Superman flies up and like touches the pole just in time to absorb a shot. Oh, of okay. I was not following that. But so I, I think it. that's the plan. Like Su- Clark looks out the window basically and sees the beam of light coming from the like, suburbs nah. and flies yeah. to that. <laughs> Unties Lois and Jimmy, but then like forgets them there. Like just leaves them on top of this thing while <laughs> yeah. the storm is happening. <laughs> um, and then what does he do? Then he like takes the weather beam to the chest and just kind of like falls yeah, on top the, of the machine and destroys it. It's kind of lame. But it's kind of a cool shot of, like, Superman looking down through the hole this beam's coming through as the beam's going next to him and threatening Smiley. And, like, it's kind of a cool shot. I don't know. It was, like, if it had really great effects, it would have been super cool. Yes. Um, They're not that great. It's not that bad either. But, you know, it's fine. (laughs) But what's the deal? He kind of, like, slow falls onto the beam. And, and that kind of like explodes in on itself and breaks the machine. Yeah, it, yeah. It breaks. I, I don't know if unclear whether Superman falls into the machine and it breaks or just the like him reversing the beam somehow, which is possible. Doesn't yeah, matter. Not super clear, but he, 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 he destroys it. Yeah. Then he uses. But, uh, oh, then Smiley's mad because he's like, oh, everyone's going to die. Who's frozen? And then Superman's like, bro, I got heat vision. Yeah. So he I guess this was that. a busy beam. I guess the machine was going to unthaw people, too. Maybe. I don't know if he even had a plan for that. Who knows? He's got yeah, a, this is a, there's a lot of holes in this guy's plans. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Oh, he so really could have used a consultant. Yeah, probably. Interesting. Um, um, but do? yeah, for the second time in the series, Superman unfreezes people with his heat vision. Lawrence's mother is unfrozen and ends the story with, Lawrence, you've been a very naughty boy. And, and I'm like, this is... And that's that. <laughs> So how much of the, I guess mom didn't know any of this. Maybe he just went off the deep end after mom. Oh, but also Why'd mom was frozen, mom? not dead. Yeah. And what was his plan? Was he going to mate with his mom? I bet he was. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway. Let's move. Let's let's move on to this. Yes. Last wrap up scene, which which the, this was fine. This was, you know, what we've been Thank doing you. the past few episodes. You know, they've yes. been discussing and, and kind of. Uh, going over the state of the relationship at the end of every episode this season. Um, but it's 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 not bad. It's not bad. And this is not a scene I really had a problem with. And they kind of technically get here emotionally. Yes. Take it away, I, Matthew. <laughs> I, I like this because they get back to what they should have done in the first place, which yeah. is like the fact that they never really dated, you know, because all the Masons and Dan Scardino's nightmares of the world. Right. And he just jumped right to marriage. Like, <laughs> did you just laugh at Dan Scardino? I just heard all that came flooding back. <laughs> <laughs> that was so fun to see you go through. Um, point is, they never really dated. They never got to, like, do that without marriage looming over them. Yeah. So they smartly yeah. decide to take marriage off the table here. Yeah, let's not worry about the M word for now, which is what they should. It's smart. Yeah, it's right. good for them. And I, I'll let you guess how long that lasts. But the point is, I'm sure we're they back to like where end they of the should season, be. <laughs> <laughs> you wish. Um, oh no. <laughs> point is, for this for oh, a boy. brief moment here, they're smart and they're yeah. doing the right yeah. thing and marriage is off the table and they're not even going to talk about the M word or whatever. <laughs> um, and and like she's got some nice lines here. He's got some like the M word doesn't make my love forever. My love is forever just be- because it is. 
And I'm just, my note here is, why do they write him so badly and she gets so, such nice lines? And I'm like, oh, wait, got it. Like, she's a better actress. They know what to do for her. First of all. Yes. <laughs> he is a footballer that's made a career move. Yeah, exactly. They, 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 they're working with what they're working with. <laughs> Again, t- taking Dean out of the equation, this Superman is still the Superman that I see when you say the word to me, you know, yeah, like yeah. I, I do, I still love the soup, blah, blah, blah. But it's, yeah, it was a little rough here. <laughs> but nice. so that's, so yeah, so that's the episode, you know, we had nicely fine. with Lois Lane watching Superman fly off through a window, yeah. you know, like I, I got, I got no qualms with that, but I do see, I see your points. Yeah. I think it just, it started off with all this shenanigans. So I'm just mad. Like I just started angry <laughs> at this episode. I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> Now I remember. So shall we sheet? Let's do the sheet, man. Yeah. Let's sheet. Um, super saves. Well, he saves most of the world. Ultimate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he stops the storm. He and saves the car some, crash. Yeah. Oh, I know a thing I wanted to look up here very quickly. Okay. This is important. Uh, just say Noah. I think that none is someone. Yeah. <laughs> And you're going to laugh when I find it out. Yep. Um, <laughs> that nun, Sharon Thomas Kane, Dean's mother. Holy shit. <laughs> How would you know that? I, from being me and knowing some his, so history. Funny. She was also a waitress in the Smallville episode in the Green Green Glow of Home way back when. Nice. But this is her second and I believe final appearance. She got to give her son a little smooch on the cheek. Yeah, it was so cute. cute. And so call him cute. a national treasure. It's funny. <laughs> um, but he saves the nuns is the point, too. And I think that's it. I think that was all the super The saves. world and the nuns. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, everyone in nuns. Uh, super excuses. Ice cream for no reason. Ice cream and I think that's the only one. Does shower count? That he's in the shower, yeah, Clark's yeah, in the shower while yeah, Superman's hanging. Yeah. Oh, and, oh, and, and, and poison which, oak, which leads into the poison oak too. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Busy day. Um, crazy powers. He is the super cross referencing. Super cross referencing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Super see through tape, but like individually, like he has some real precise controls of his X ray vision in this episode. Right. Right. Forgot about that. Uh, super cabin selection, I guess. <laughs> um, was this made in the 90s? The Waterworld reference that Jimmy lays down. Oh, yeah. Very or, 90s. <laughs> or um, Lois, I forget who, but there you go. Um, Funky Town. I mean. This, yeah, yeah this, we went, we went to fucking Funky Town on this one. Yeah. Scene fucking one, dude. There's, there's modern day Noah stuff. The bush. The fucking yes. bush. There's, there's Moses stuff. There's cult stuff. There's cryogenics and there's couples therapy. <laughs> yeah. Like what a bonkers episode. <laughs> I, I, I just like putting all those elements together. There was just, just fun for me. Um, super casting. We just covered it. And again, Mac Davis, right. Larry himself, right. who knew did, so, so excited to know that now. How are they not together yet? Well, uh, it's the context are. of the episode still like yeah, that's what we're, more, that's what we're sorting through. Yeah. They more or less are, which is, which is really nice. What's, uh, what's your best scene? Uh, yeah, probably probably the Kents being there, even though it kind of didn't make sense that they were there. Yeah. I liked that. Yeah, it's just a waste of a trip to Metropolis, yeah. it seems. Um, I, I just like, I like Terry's reading of 
that rambly thing that ends with because I'm completely in love with you. Like that, I just yeah. that was a good moment. I like the truth of that. I don't know if that's my favorite scene because there's so much plot stuff in that yeah, scene, but yeah. I'll go with that. Uh, good episode for Lois. Yeah, it was a very Lois-centric episode, her dealing yeah. with, with, you know, needing to stand up for herself and, and needing that space and demanding it and getting it. And In fact, I'm just going to lump these together. I'd say it's a good episode for all three, Lois Clark and Superman. Yeah, see, it's not bad for Superman. Less, less Superman yeah. stuff yeah, to do. Yeah, he, he got some good attention, though, at the at the retreat. So that was Yeah, fun. yeah, and got some nice interaction with Lois on the street there, saving the nuns. And yeah. Yeah. Again, saved most of the population of the planet. So yeah, it's pretty good. I guess pretty, that is pretty good. Pretty good Wednesday for <laughs> for Superman or whatever the hell it is. Um, and then one to ten. I'm giving this one a six and a half. All right. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna seven and a half. I'm gonna go a point above you. That's fair. That's fair. I, I again, it's rewatchable. It doesn't really matter ultimately in yeah. in the no and and ultimately plot of the show, but it does get them to. Dating. Yeah. And, and and through discussing it, frankly, like I have a little more appreciation for it than when I watched it. Um, just that like weird shit in the beginning kind of just set the tone for me. So I was a yeah, little closed off. But, you know, when I talk to you, I always open up a little bit more. <laughs> One of us reverses <laughs> usually. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and again, like it's just unique storytelling. I, I don't know how you get. This starts oh, with it's those unique plots storytelling, all right. Where buddy. I'm just like, where the hell <laughs> did this come from? Yeah, it's pretty pretty um, wild. And we, and we run with that for a while here. But um, we will find that out in the next episode, Don't Tug on Superman's Cape, where we will have our first guest since coming back, Mr. Zach Moore of Always Hold on to Smallville is going to be joining us. He requested this one specifically because of a guest star. Okay. Um, meanwhile, what's going on for you outside of Metropolis, dude? You know, I've been uh, really enjoying getting a lot of uh, benefit from using the Calm app, if anyone's ah. heard of it. I'd highly recommend it. Um, there is a series on there. It's 30 Days of Meditation. It's called How to Meditate. It's by uh, John Warren. And I'd highly recommend that for anyone who's struggled with getting into meditation, if you have any interest in it. It's a very simple series of 10-minute meditations that he brings you through, and it really just kind of trains you and trains your brain into the minutia of kind of how to do that. Because a lot of people try and meditate, but, like, it's a skill. you got to work at it. We've talked about this, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I have not put in the work as you have. (laughs) Um, I'm not really watching anything right now. But I feel like I want to rewatch Ted Lasso. What is Ted Lasso? I've it never heard is of that. a Jason Sudeikis show on Apple Plus, uh, which is probably why you haven't heard of it because I don't watch anything on Apple Plus. Um, I literally got Apple Plus to try this show out, and it is the most like life affirming, optimistic show. He's this. He's a he's an American football coach who gets hired to go to England to coach their football to coach a soccer team and. He doesn't know anything about the sport, but he's just this kind of blind, not blind. It's an unending optimism out of this guy and just like happiness. Yeah. That should like the whole time I was watching the pilot, I was watching with my girlfriend. I'm just like, this should be grating on me, but it's not like there's just something infectious about the character. And then ultimately as the series, it's like, I can't be more than seven episodes and they're like half hours. It goes down really easy. Um, but you get why he's like this and why he's been called to England to coach this team he doesn't know anything about. And it's just, it's so, so good. And 
life affirming and it ends great and the actors are wonderful and the writing's great and it's just like it's a very easily bingeable show that I think uh, I think everyone kind of needs right now. So if you haven't checked out Ted Lasso, you absolutely should. That sounds awesome. I like that. Yeah. Rick. Got to check out yeah. uh, Apple. What is it called? Apple Plus. It's an Apple. I think Apple Plus. Okay. Or Apple TV. Oh, some kind of Apple stream. The Apple of, streaming. The Apple service. streaming thing. Yeah, I don't know. Apple DC Comics Unlimited. I don't. Yeah. Know. yeah. Whatever. It is. I think that's like one of the only streaming services I don't have yet. Yeah, it's was the same here. I'm, yeah. yeah. I've canceled it since then, so mm-hmm. I've got a few more days to do my rewatch, I guess. Are there any other good shows on there? I wanted to check out the Chris Evans one, um, Defending Jacob, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where his kid gets accused of killing another kid. Like, that's... That sounds pretty something, cool. Sounds heavy. something interesting about that, heavy. but yeah, heavy. Yeah. I don't really want that right now at night. Like, something yeah, like Ted serious. Lasso was, went down a lot easier. <laughs> anyway, I've been Matt Truex. I've been Ryan Albertson. Thank you for listening, and fuck off, everybody. Good night.